Welcome to the Pro Football Draftcast, presented by Inside the Hashes. I'm Nick McMorris. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore McMorris. And follow our show's account at ProFPDraftcast. You can also follow Inside the Hashes at Inside the Hashes. Today's episode features Colorado School of Mines wide receiver Brody Oliver. A two-year captain and All-American, Oliver originally played football to support his academic career. As he grew confidence in his transition from quarterback to receiver, he began looking towards the next level as a real possibility. Brody took a few moments of his time to discuss his draft journey on this week's Voting It In. I'm now joined by Colorado Mines All-American wide receiver Brody Oliver. How you doing today, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Oh, no problem, man. So you came out, you, you came to college as a quarterback. Tell us about the transition from uh, to receiver and what the easiest part of that switch was for you. Um, I think the easiest part um, going from quarterback to receiver is probably just, you know, picking up the playbook and always knowing every position, um, you know, where I'm supposed to be at. Um, you know, I thought it was tougher to pick up the finer details of route running um, getting used to the physicality of cornerbacks in college and stuff like that. Um, so most of the aspects of receiver, like, you know, route running and all, everything that comes with the position, I thought was, you know, a little trickier to pick up. But, you know, getting in the playbook and understanding concepts and, you know, different schemes, I guess, was, was a little bit easier for me. Right. No, absolutely. So what is your experience at quarterback you know, maybe teach you about playing receiver? Was it made, Was it kind of just – I imagine it being one of those things where you, as a former quarterback, you know what you want your receiver to do, so then, you know, it makes it so that you can do that on the field. Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it made it easier, you know, communicating with my quarterbacks and, and trying to figure out what kind of zones they're looking into or understanding their read progression so that way our timing get matched up. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, you know, playing quarterback in high school and just kind of growing up, um, it helped me understand the game of football a lot better, you know, because you're always reading defenses, um, just understanding playbooks, you know, why we draw plays certain ways or whatever. Um, it, so that, that just helped me understand the game of football, and that definitely translated to my understanding of playing receiver. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, on on the show, we we actually we really like having you know former quarterbacks on because uh, they really do uh, fully appreciate the cerebral aspect of the game, where you know maybe some don't necessarily. So it, it, it's it's really cool to to hear hear that that perspective. So yeah, what led you what led you to playing uh, at uh, Colorado School of Mines? Um, well, when I was in high school, I went to a real small high school in Colorado. Um, it's called Elizabeth, um, high school. And I, I just wasn't heavily recruited. I was a left-handed quarterback. Um, we're a real small school and I only got offered by two schools. And at the time, mines was the obvious choice. Um, they have a top tier education, um, in the U S I mean, it's an all engineering school and, um, their football team was incredible. I mean, they're one of the one of the highest point scoring teams in, in division two in the nation. And, you know, they just have a winning tradition. Um, I was really impressed when I took an official visit there about the like family type culture and the brotherhood that they have within the locker room. And it, it just turned out to be a perfect fit. And, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't a super tough choice cause I only had two choices, but you know, it just worked out perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So, 
uh, that kind of ties into like your draft journey uh, up until this point. Can, can you tell us a little bit about kind of just how you got into this point? Yeah. Um, so when I first got to Mines, uh, they redshirted everybody there because the difficulty of school of the school is pretty um, pretty high. So um, I, I mean, I, I was just trying to get on the field anywhere I could, playing special teams, um, you know, being a practice squad guy and just grinding for my teammates. And then um, once my time came to play um, in 2016, I got to play with the best quarterback in the nation in Division Two at the time, Justin Dvorak. And um, he threw me the ball a ton, and that's uh, that's kind of what um, accelerated my career to where it's at now. And I mean, I scored 26 touchdowns, I think, that season. And I mean, had a bunch of yards, and just you know how to hell of a time learning the game um, from a lot of the older guys, and you know, getting to play with some of the best um, best offensive players in the nation in, in Division Two, and um, you know, just had a heck of a time. And since then, you know, it's always kind of been in the back of my mind that I think I could play you know, in the NFL or keep playing football, but it was hard to kind of veer away from the engineering route, right? I mean, when you're going to school to be an engineer, um, it's tough to turn that down once you get that degree. So um, I was pretty much thinking I would be an engineer. I'd taken some internships over the summers and, you know, it was kind of, I guess, setting up my future in that aspect. And then my senior year of college or my last, this last season in 2018, um, once I had a good season, had a bunch of different scouts roll through, um, had agents reaching out, um, just trying to get some more information on me and stuff like that. Once I had enough people, um, you know, kind of reach out and see what my plans were after after college and then support for my family, you know, I just decided that, hey, let's keep playing football until someone tells me I can't. Um, and that's, I guess that's where we're at now. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. So basically – you you kind of had this plan to to, to kind of you know stop at your senior year, and now you got this almost like this playing with bonus you know bonus money right now, uh, house money um, with all this. I mean, it's it's really cool that you're able to uh, con- continue on, especially from you know just I don't know it, it just it, being being to the point where you uh, were ready to you know ha- hang it up, not not in a discouraged way, but just you know. I have this awesome career path, and then, you know, this opportunity presented itself. It's awesome, man. And it's really cool because because the school is – you can tell they really do care about their their academic program because one of their uh, hashtags, hell of an engineer, came up, and I was like, that's, that's, that's pretty cool. You know, I mean, a lot of times they really want to just fully, you know, go the athletic route, but that, it's, really, it's really cool how much they, they emphasize the academics. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, it's been a blessing to go there, and, you know, I owe that school a lot, and I owe the football program a lot. Um, so it's just, you know, it's been perfect. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, no doubt, man. So what have scouts said to you? You you said that, that you know, some scouts you know, approached you, agents and all that. What have scouts said to you about the competition you faced uh, in Division Two? Um. They haven't said too much. Um, they're just mostly wondering, you know, who are some of the best players I've been going against and, uh, um, you know, just what I've thought about, you know, my game through Division Two and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I pretty much just point them to the tape. Um, there's a guy um, I'd love to get a shout-out to, uh, Darius Williams. He's a, a cornerback or, or uh, he played um, some nickel too. 
um, at Colorado State Pueblo, one of the best players I've ever played against. Um, he's going through this process the same time as me, so I'm rooting for him. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. As for the agents and scouts, um, you know, just asking me, I guess, a bunch of the g- generic stuff. Right. Yeah. So who was one uh, – our next question was, you know, who was the toughest defensive back you played against? But you already you answered that one. Uh, who was the best quarterback that you practiced with at the Shrine game? Um, I mean, I, I thought all three of them were good. Um, you know, I enjoyed my time with all three of them. Um, I think Brett uh, Ripien probably played the best out there. Um, Definitely in the game. I, I just – yeah, definitely in the game. Um, you know, I just thought he was on point all week. Um, he looked sharp. Um, not to say that the other ones didn't do well. I thought all of them did things really well, and all of them did some stuff that they wish they could have done better. But, uh, I mean, that's just how it goes. You know, that, that whole week was kind of a trial and error for everybody, I feel like, that, um, you know, I mean, we none of us knew each other or kind of thrown into a situation where, um, you're trying to, you know, just fight for, you know, attention from scouts and you're working with coaches and schemes that you've never you've been exposed to. So I just thought it was a difficult week, but, you know, I thought Brett, you know, shined the best for sure. Yeah, and what did it mean to, you know, to get the invite to go to the Shrine game? It had to be a little bit more of that validation, you know, once you decide to continue on. It had to, like, it had to really kind of, you know, help that. Oh, it was, it was incredible, you know, when I got that phone call um, from my agent saying that we were, um, we got the invitation and all that. I mean, it was unbelievable. You know, not very many small school guys got that opportunity. Actually, I don't even, I don't think there was very many Division II players there at all, maybe three or four. But, um, I mean, it's, just, it's unbelievable that they give, you know, small school guys that kind of opportunity. And I was incredibly blessed to be a part of all that. And it you know, just it helped me feel that, you know, I can compete with all these guys. And that, that was the biggest thing was the confidence boost that, yeah, these, I mean, you know, I was playing against guys from the SEC, from the, you know, Big Ten, all that other stuff. But I felt like I belonged just like anybody else. So the confidence boost going through that week was incredible. Well, and and you, you definitely showed that you belong because you, you actually had, you had, a, you had a good week. Uh, did you feel like you had to kind of bring it a little extra hard uh, being from that small school and, Knowing that maybe you know the, the combine invite wasn't going to come, so that you you know this is kind of like the last thing that you could show scouts before your pro day. Um, I mean, yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely wanted to you know show up and prove that I could be there and and kind of give them you know a little taste of my game at that at that level or with top level talent. Um, but you know, I mean, every day I just you know wanted to go out there and work hard and. Um, I don't know, learn as much as I could and, you know, being around all these, these NFL coaching staff and stuff like that, learn as much as I could and, and improve and um, just show up with a good attitude every day. You know, I, I knew I'd go into it. I'd make mistakes. I mean, that's just part of it. And um, I just want to improve every day and then, you know, show people that I can play in the NFL. Yeah, no, no doubt. So when is your pro day? Um, that is on Friday, March 8th. Um, up at Northern Colorado. Oh, cool. So what are you hoping to show scouts that you might not have been able to show them in your film? Um, I just want to prove to them that, you know, I'm, I'm going to run, I'm going to run a great 40 time. Um, I'm going to kill it in the, in the agility drills and, you know, show them that, um, 
you know, I mean, it's hard to evaluate speed and stuff like that on tape. Um, right. I, I feel like at the Division Two level, because you never know how fast some of these guys are and how good some of the talent you're going against is. But, you know, when someone puts a ton of time on you, I just want to prove that, you know, I'm a fast guy. I'm an athletic guy. I'm a, I'm a, a big receiver that can that can play and that can, that can run and jump and everything. So I just want to prove that I'm a great athlete. Um, you know, I mean, I think my tape showed some of that, but, you know, you, you never really know until you get a time on somebody. Right, absolutely. So, what is something that scouts or coaches, uh, you know, even even your college coach, uh, have have told you that you need to work on, you know, continuing towards your NFL career? Uh, I mean, something that I'm always trying to improve, um, no matter what. I mean, pretty much since I switched to receiver, is something that's been a focus of my game, just because I think it's pretty much the most important thing, uh, maybe, maybe second most important thing after catching the football. But route running, um, I mean, I feel like my route running is always improving. I mean, it's drastically improved since, you know, the day I flipped over to receiver. But uh, that's something I think, especially at the at the NFL level, is, you know, you got to be able to run crisp routes and get as much separation as you can. And um, it, it's just different. I mean, I feel like any college receiver from any school, anywhere, needs to improve their route running if they're going to play in the NFL. Um, so that's that's a big thing. Um, you know, I'm always asking advice. That's what was one thing that was cool going to Shrine game, got getting to work with um, Coach Hall from Buffalo um, with with different route techniques and stuff like that. So um, that's something that's always been a focus of my game. Yeah, that that would have been one of the biggest takeaways. You know, uh, on on my end, would it absolutely be just being able to pick the brains of coaches and you know people that have been there for a long time. That's got to be such a you know valuable. Uh, you know, thing to take away from that that week. Um, does uh, what does Brody Oliver bring to an NFL team tomorrow? <laughs> um, you know, I'm a guy who's going to work hard. I'm smart. I'm going to be able to pick up any anything that they throw at me. Um, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm a team guy. I'll do whatever it takes. I mean, I don't care if I play special teams, you know, for the next ten years and never sniff another snap at receiver. I want to play ball any way I can. I want to do whatever I can to help the team. Um, and you know, I'm I'm willing to work however hard it takes, um, you know, to make it on a roster. So, um, I mean, that's that's what you'll get with me. Um, that's something I've been priding myself on since I got to mine. So, um, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's one of those things where you know how. Uh, somebody who is in the league that went to Harvard, they just they, they somehow stick around because they went to Harvard. Maybe that's one of those things where you know School of Mines is going to be one of those. It's going to be like the Harvard of the West. And <laughs> 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 all right, so uh, uh, we have this last segment called uh, Three and Out, where it's you know non-football questions, where we you know just let people get to know who Brody Oliver is under the helmet. You ready to give it a go? Let's do it. All right, man. Uh, what does a metallurgical engineer do? <laughs> uh, this question's kind of tough. Uh, you can do all kinds of stuff. Um, you can go into mining. You can work in automotive industry, oil and gas, um, aerospace. I got buddies that work in almost any industry you can. Um, some guys work in the medical field. Um, I mean, I could talk about this for the next three hours if you wanted me to. <laughs> but uh, um, if I was going to go into uh, – into the metallurgical field, I'd work as a uh, corrosion engineer in the oil and gas field. Um, that's where I served my last two internships um, um, over the last two summers. So um, just working with corrosion, dealing with, you know, working in an oil refinery and, you know, trying to keep the oil refineries running. 
my brother does something with corrosion. I don't know what he does, but yeah, that's very cool. <laughs> um, so yeah. uh, second question, um, what is a song on your I- iPhone that you wouldn't want people to know you have? Oh, man. Um, shoot, that's a tough one. Um, uh, man, I have, I, have a ton, I have a bunch of Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, once in a while, I'll jam to that. <laughs> that's solid. All right. Um, final question. Uh, if you were a pro wrestler, what would your walkout song be? A pro wrestler? Oh man. Um uh, I don't know. I, I was like listening to uh Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana and just coming out to something grungy where people can kinda, you know, throw around to. Yeah. Solid, solid answer. Sorry, man. Uh do you have any uh social media they like to plug? Um, yeah, you can find me at, uh, at BS Oliver, uh, 15 on Twitter. Um, I don't really mess around too much on social media. I actually only have Twitter. So if you want to find me, that's where I'll be. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, look, man, thank you so much for you know coming on the show. Uh, we're going to be rooting for you going forward. Good luck with your pro day, man. Awesome. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a good one. Bye. That was Brody Oliver. Six foot three, 208 pounds. One of the things that immediately jumps out on film is his catch radius. And I think that's something that uh, can alleviate some concern when you watch tape and you say, okay, I'm going against some, you know, lesser talent than somebody in the SEC or the Big Ten. Um, one of the things that, that you can put into account is the player's actual physical ability and Speed may be something that's hard to gauge, but catch radius, you know, it's, you know, you either have or you don't. And if you can display that and catching in traffic, if you can display both those things against any opponent, then you should alleviate some concerns about the level of competition that you play. You do still have to consider the level of competition when evaluating his tape and really anyone's tape that doesn't play Division One football. So while he's established dominance and has good traits down there that's still something worth mentioning his route running is also another thing we're we're looking at he mentioned in the interview that every wide receiver coming out of college can be better at running routes and I agree with him there I want to see him pick up more of the subtleties while running routes and I think he will do that at the next level his football IQ is too good for that not to happen Uh, and I want to also see more bursts from at the line uh, as well as long speed down the field. I think as a, as a player and his size advantage allows him to exploit mismatches against Division II players that won't necessarily be there in the NFL. However, his size is still pretty good for an NFL wide receiver. So he has a great size, he has a great catch radius, and he has a great phenomenal football IQ. Uh, so I'm excited for him at the next level. But another thing that I'm looking at with him is his walkout song. Picking a Nirvana song for me, shot him right up my draft boards. It's a tremendous band, so clearly going to be a good locker room guy as well. Yeah, and I think that although there were you know questions and concerns about his his speed, especially when it came to matching up uh, with that level of competition, uh, you know some of it may have been 
put to ease with his pro day. You know, he ran a, a four four five as pro day, and uh, you know, it's one of those things where you know he's not always facing these contested balls. You know, he's not always having to catch through traffic. He is creating some separation and d- does a good job of uh, you know coming out of this route and you know with a good bit of burst to create that separation. Um, but you know, I do think that you know on top of all that. Regardless of the level of competition, Oliver put up insane numbers during his time at Colorado School of Mines. He ended up with 224 receptions, 4,010 yards, and 59 touchdowns. And although they're you know a high-flying offense, and that's one of the reasons that he went, those numbers are impressive in any system that you play in. And while he did test well, the combine and really leading up to the draft is just one giant test. Um, for everyone's ability to learn and perform in the track aspect, if that makes sense. So while he may be running fast now, and I do genuinely believe that he's a quick player, uh, it'll be a little different come August. That being said, I'm looking forward to when once he gets to the NFL and he has access to superior coaching, experienced teammates, they'll be able to teach him the finer-tuned aspects of route running and the receiver position because at the division two level while he may have great coaching there there's there is a definitive ceiling on that so he will have an infinitely more diverse group of minds to work with once he gets to the next level now i do see him as a guy on day three uh, i don't want to really use the word project but he's got he's got some things to learn uh, a team that I think makes a lot of sense for him would be the hometown team, the Denver Broncos. Bring him in. He won't have to travel too far, uh, but he'll be able to learn from Emmanuel Sanders and, and the group of coaches that they have in place there, uh, and as well as utilizing his catch radius or even ability to get downfield and draw pass interference flags from Joe Flacco's throws. This has been Phoning It In featuring Brody Oliver. I'm Nick McMorris. You can follow me on Twitter at Coach underscore McMorris. And I'm Seth English. You can follow me on Twitter at Seth English. And be sure to follow our show's account at ProFBDraftCast. If you like what we do and you think that we do a good job, please sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes.